Welcome to the Thriving Forward podcast. Now to introduce your hosts. Hi, I'm Megan Laspinera. I'm the founder and executive director of Kids Thrive 585 Inc. and a pediatrician in Rochester, New York. And I'm Sarah Collins McGowan. I'm also a pediatrician here in Rochester, and I teach community health and advocacy to pediatric residents. In each episode, we will speak with people involved in good works and projects in the greater Rochester area. We hope that by introducing you to these inspirational people and their stories, you will be motivated to learn more about these amazing organizations in our region and the fabulous people who keep them working. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah. Today, we are doing a different kind of episode. As you all know, the focus of our podcast is highlighting those amazing people all around us who are working to improve the lives and health of our community. So far, we've only talked to adults, but today we're celebrating kids. You've probably heard that Pfizer's COVID vaccine recently got approval for use in children five years and older. But did you know that some of the research that made that possible was done right here in Rochester with superhero kids from our own community? Today, we're going to learn more and talk to some of the kids who made it all possible. First up, one of the lead investigators on this research, Dr. Jennifer Nyack, is going to tell us about the study and break down the results that came out of it. Since this is an episode about kids, we invited 10-year-old Lily as our guest host to do the interviewing. Hi, everyone. I'm Lily, and I am interviewing Dr. Jennifer Nyack today. Dr. Nyack is a pediatric infectious disease doctor at the University of Rochester Medical Center. She is helping to lead the COVID vaccine studies here in Rochester. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Nyack. Thank you so much for having me. On this podcast, we start our interviews by asking a getting to know you question. What do you do in your free time? Um, Right now, I'd say when I'm not at work, I probably am a mom. I have three girls, ages 15 and 12 and 8, who pretty much take up a whole lot of my time. I'm excited that the Pfizer COVID vaccine has been approved for kids five and older. What can you tell us about how kids here in Rochester helped make that happen? So here in Rochester, we were lucky to have um, be participants in two different vaccine studies, both the Pfizer study and um, looking at Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, as well as the study looking at Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so we had all together... Um, probably about 150 kids in the Pfizer study and about 150 kids who participated in the Moderna study. So there were a lot of kids who really, and their parents, I should say, who did a lot to really make this, um, make, make these studies happen. What made you want to help run the Pfizer study? Um, I think one of the biggest things was frustration um, regarding there not being a pediatric vaccine, having two kids in the house who were not able to be vaccinated, but who were going to school and who wanted to do their dancing and wanted to, you know, get back to their normal life. It really made me aware of how much a vaccine was needed in the pediatric population. Um, so when the opportunity to be a part, be um, a site in this study came forward, I thought, well, this is going to be a, a lot of work, but it certainly is something that is very much needed and worth doing. What do you enjoy about helping to run the study? I think, honestly, the kids and the families the most. Um, we've had a lot of really great people, and I've gotten to meet people from 
all over Rochester from very different backgrounds. Um, and I really enjoyed having the opportunity to interact with the kids and their families. And some of them are just so excited to be participating. It makes it a lot of fun. How does the vaccine work? So the way the vaccine works is it has a short string of um, RNA, which basically is a messenger. So in your body, you have DNA, which is just kind of like the genetic material that is in your cells that makes you who you are. That forms RNA, which is the messenger, which basically tells, it instructs the body to make a, a protein. The um, vaccine contains this RNA. And that allows the body itself to make a viral protein for a very, very, very short period of time. When that protein is made, it's recognized as something that's not part of your body. So your body has an immune response to it. So the result is without having the infection, you're able to get antibodies, which are um, proteins that help protect you from infection. Does that make sense? Yeah. How do we know that the vaccine is effective? So several ways. When doing these pediatric studies, we were really lucky because um, the vaccine had already been studied in a whole lot of adults as well as in teenagers. And we know that it worked in those populations. So we were able to look at the body's immune response. So the levels of protection and levels of these antibodies in the younger kids and compare to what we saw in the teenagers and the older adults. Since we knew the vaccine worked in those two populations, we could you know, infer that it would work in these younger kids based on their immune response. The other way was we looked very carefully for cases of COVID-19 infection in the kids. So every time kids got sick as part of the trial, they had to do um, a test for COVID-19. So altogether, when you look at amongst all the different sites and the, you know, the thousands of participants, we were able to see that more kids got the infection who were not vaccinated, who were in the placebo group, kids who got infections in the um, group that was vaccinated. So that, that tells us how, effect, how effective the vaccine was. Is there anything unsafe in the vaccine that people should be worried about giving to kids? No, I mean, the way this vaccine works is really neat. And it's not unsafe. It's been studied for years before this. And just was never, we never had a vaccine that worked this way. So while it's new, it's very well studied and it's safe. It will give um, kids likely they might have a little bit of a sore arm or they might have a little bit of a headache or after the second dose, they might have a little bit of a fever. But generally, other than those kind of the same symptoms that adults had when they got vaccinated, it's very safe. Do you recommend that kids get the vaccine now that it is approved? I think that um, we know that although kids get less sick than, with COVID than do older adults, they still can get very sick. Um, it, when I'm taking care of kids in the hospital, I've seen kids of all different ages who are admitted, um, who have to come into the hospital with COVID-19 infection. So, and those kids tend to be sick for longer. So even if you do have some you know, side effects from the vaccine, they're pretty mild and they only last like a day. And that's much better than you know, when most of the time when you get the actual infection. If parents want to learn more about the vaccine or are uncertain about letting their kids get it, where can they go for good information? So I think the first and foremost, I'd suggest talking to your child's pediatrician. 
Um, the pediatricians are a really good um, source of information about the vaccine. And many pediatricians in the community are actually giving the vaccine in their offices. That's where my kids went to get vaccine, was their pediatrician's office. Um, the CDC and the American Academy of Pediatrics also have some very good information, and those would be very good places to go in order to, to get um, really good, accurate information. On this podcast, our last question is always, what is your favorite thing about Rochester? Huh, what is my favorite thing about Rochester? I think all the all of the places there are to go to do things, um, mostly outside. There's a lot of good places to hike. You know, there's a lot of good, um, you know, there's a waterfall downtown. There's Letchworth. There's Watkins Glen. There's a whole lot to do outside, which I really enjoy doing. And um yeah, the winter's long, but um, I like skiing too, so that doesn't make it, that makes it all good. Thank you, Dr. Nyack, for answering my questions about the Pfizer vaccine study and also for helping to make the vaccine approved for kids. Thank you. Now you'll hear from some kids who participated in the study. We're not going to identify them by name to protect their privacy, but they've got great things to tell you about why they decided to participate and what they want their friends to know about getting vaccinated. Why did you want to participate in the study? Uh, so I could get the vaccine, <laughs> so I wouldn't have to wear a mask anymore. Same. I didn't want to wear a mask. <laughs> Well, so we were on the couch and uh, I was watching the news and it was all, this whole article and I was like, why not? And then we just signed up and they called us like a month later and then, yeah. Um, I wanted to participate because I wanted to make the world more safer and because I heard that my friend was doing it and I finally wanted to see her without wearing a mask. Were you nervous at all about being in it? Not really. No. No. Not really. Yeah, because I've never really gotten a blood draw and we had to get two of those. And I don't really like shots, but um, I went in there and since I got fully vaccinated, now it's over. And what was the study experience like? Like, what were the visits like and stuff when you guys went? Um, It was just like... You sat there for a second, and then, like, they, like, like took your blood or something, or, like, did the shot. And then you waited a second, and, like, a minute or two, and then it was done. Uh, so the first visit was a shot and a blood uh, draw. The second was just a shot. Uh, it usually took around an hour, and that, and then, yeah, and then you just got shot, and... It was not the worst. When I got the shot, it was so quick. I expected it to be air, to hurt more, but it didn't. And that was very surprising. Tell me about like when you found out whether you got the real shot or not. Um, Mom texted me while I was home, and <laughs> I texted my friends, and I, I got the vaccine. So now... Maybe we could have like a sleepover. I could have like a sleepover with my friends. I found out when I got home that I didn't get the vaccine, and I was really sad because I really wanted to have my first sleepover with my friend. 
how did you feel when you heard that the vaccine was like available for all kids now who were who were five and up? Good because like other people could get it. Like no one would have to wear masks. Uh, well, I was gonna get revealed in January, uh, but that shortened it to what was like a couple of days from now. So that was yeah, really fun. Um, well, I felt proud, I guess, because um, I had helped approved it. So, yeah. What would you want kids or their parents to know about getting the vaccine? Like, do you have any advice for them if they're thinking about getting their first shot now? Uh, if you uh, are nervous or don't trust it, try it, and if it even if it doesn't work, like, it's just two pokes. That um, they're very quick and they're very nice about getting it. And um, and, what, and it happens so fast that you sometimes don't really feel it. Um, and it doesn't really hurt really much after they're done. So that's my advice. <laughs> just get the shot. It's worth it. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you've got questions about the COVID vaccine, make sure to talk to your doctor. A huge thank you to Dr. Jennifer Nyack and the kids and their parents who contributed to this episode. Thanks for joining us for the special kids episode. The Thriving Forward podcast is brought to you by Kids Thrive 585 Inc. The Huckleman Center at the University of Rochester and Rochester Regional Health. Our producer is Sam Polizzi. If you're looking to learn more about today's guest, head over to kidsthrive585.org and click on our podcast link. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family and leave us a review on your favorite podcast streaming platform so that new listeners can keep finding us. See you next time. The views, information, and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of their employers or funders.